According to the Global Sustainable Investment Alliance, sustainable investing, including investments going towards a green economy and net zero emissions, has grown from 30.7 trillion US dollars in 2018 to 35.3 trillion in 2020. A recent report by McKinsey says more than one quarter of assets under management globally are now being invested according to the premise that environmental, social and governance factors can materially affect a company's performance and market value. And if we just look at green bonds, for example, the World Economic Forum says annual issuances are expected to exceed one trillion US dollars in 2023, double the amount issued in the previous year. Today, we are joined by Louis Durker, Head of Debt Capital Markets at Invested Bank, to talk about the local green bond market and the growth that the bank has seen. Louis, thank you for joining us. And can you firstly tell us more about what green bonds are and what the market looks like in South Africa? Good afternoon, Jeanette, and thank you for the opportunity to share some of our views on the green bond market here in South Africa. And just as some background, in your introduction, you mentioned ESG, and I'd just like to give some context on where green bonds fit into the ESG theme. Uh, the term ESG refers to an evaluation of environmental, social, and governance factors, uh, which are factors beyond traditional financial metrics for investment purposes. This dates back to the 1960s when socially responsibility investment was originally introduced. And since then, the industry has evolved and branched out in incorporating concepts such as impact investing and corporate social responsibility. But the industry is joining around the concept of PSG as a way, as a way of expressing, measuring and implementing considerations beyond traditional finance metrics. Currently, green bonds dominate the sustainable debt market and constitutes more than half of all outstanding sustainable bonds. But to get to your question, what is a green bond? So just on history, the very first green bond was issued in 2007 by the European Investment Bank under the label Climate Awareness Bond, with proceeds dedicated to renewable energy and energy efficiency projects. So a green bond is a fixed income instrument designed specifically to raise money for specific climate-related and environmental projects. More specifically, green bond finance projects are aimed at energy efficiency, pollution prevention, sustainable agriculture, clean transportation, uh, clean water, sustainable water management, and numerous others um, for the cultivation of environmentally friendly technology and the mitigation of climate change. So just to note that the phrase green bond sometimes uh, is used interchangeably with climate bonds or sustainable bonds. Uh, and these bonds are typically asset-linked and backed by the issuing entity's balance sheet, so they usually carry the same credit rating as their issuers' other debt obligations. Now, just to go into the green bond market in South Africa, uh, given South Africa's well-developed and deep capital market, it is not surprising that South Africa is leading the way in Africa in respect of green bonds. We do expect wide adoption across the continent as government and companies respond to their needs for social advancement and delivering on ESG mandate. Several issuers have accessed the market, starting with the first green bond being issued by the city of Johannesburg in 2014 to fund green initiatives like installation of over 43,000 solar water heaters by city power. Now, some of the issuers in the market, and obviously while we're having this discussion, Investec recently launched 
their first green bond, invested bank, other issuers that have come to the market in South Africa, invested property fund, redefined properties, the city of Cape Town, Development Bank of Southern Africa, Growth Point, NetBank, Standard Bank South Africa, and SA Taxi. And can green bonds grow as a sector within the fixed income asset class? You've mentioned that they already constitute quite a percentage of sustainable bonds, but what does the growth look like in the South African market? So in your in, in your question you're asking, I'm saying you are correctly stating that it is a sector within the fixed income asset class. As the question has been asked if green bonds can be considered an asset class by itself. Now typically investors use asset class allocations to navigate around risk diversification return, uh, in particular market environment. And allocations vary depending on the investor's assessment of the environment now and in the future over different time horizons. Now, there has been significant growth in the sustainable bond market globally, and the, ex- and, and the expectation is for issuance to surpass 1.5 trillion US dollars in 2022. Just provide some context uh, on sustainable bonds, which is made up of green, social, and sustainability-linked bonds, still make up a relatively small part of the global bond issuance. Uh, but it is increasing to around 11% of global issuance in 2021, from less than 5% three years earlier. So in 2022, we expect the share will, this share will grow approximately to 17% of total 2022 issuances, according to S&P Global Ratings. We expect sustainable bonds to continue to grow despite the stagnating global bond issuance market due to inflation outlook and the situation in the Ukraine. Green bonds are still the dominant sector of sustainable bonds and green green labeled bond issuance will set another record in 2022 driven by momentum from the UN COP26 summit that happened last year in November. A lot of articles and analyses on green bonds and the green economy refer to greeniums rather than premiums. And I just wanted to ask you, what exactly does that mean and how does it fit into the importance of when you're looking at green bonds, finding bankable projects and the need for a fully supported ecosystem? So greenium, I make the assumption that the listeners will know a little bit about uh, bonds that get issued. Uh, so what is a greenium? Greenium is just a difference in yield between green bonds and ordinary bonds of a similar maturity issued by the same issuer. Uh, so the greenium can be hard to analyze. And the reason for that is because issuers typically do not sell green and conventional bonds with the same characteristic at the same time. So the accurate measurement of greenium is difficult. But this is not a question, just to note that it's not a question of lower financial risk. The risk of green bonds typically match that of non-green bonds. So why the difference in pricing? In our view, the biggest reason for greenium is excess investor demand relative to the volume issued. In, in Investec's recent uh, green bond, we attracted bid of 3.9 billion rand and we only placed 1 billion rand of the bonds in the market. So a significant oversubscription. By our own calculation, the greenium was between 3 and 7 basis points. When pricing a bond in the primary market, a lot is happening that can have a material influence on the price, like the setting of price guidance and follow-on discussions with investors before an auction, market sentiment at the time of launching the bond. But this must not change our general view that greeniums still currently exist. The sources of green bond demands increasing, increasing more rapidly 
than the sources of supply, making pricing more competitive and hence the greener. Currently, it is hard to analyze the excess demand given lack of investor transparency as demand could come from dedicated green bond funds, regular investors looking to green their bond fund, or investors genuinely looking to finance green activities. Also to note that there is a difference between uh, a difference of green and experience in the primary versus the secondary market. Green bonds are likely to be stickier than vanilla bonds, and given their relative scarcity, they are not among the first assets to be sold. And secondly, fund bond investors also believe that green debt, debt which tends, tends to change hands less often than more conventional debt, will hold up better in a market downturn. So, governments and companies raising funds through green debt are benefiting from lower bothering costs, so-called greenium, and therefore supporting the bankable projects specifically given the low interest rate environment that we are coming out of. And is it important to look for existing return generating projects rather than future projects? And, and what does the pipeline look like? So it's an interesting question and also one we will ask during our engagement with investors. There are pros and cons to each of these, meaning existing return generating projects versus future projects. We decided to go with existing projects, given the similar, that similar issuers have also come to market on that basis, and given that it was our first green bond issuance. It is important to note that construction risks also need to be taken into account for funding future projects. I'm talking specifically a renewable energy project, um, which typically in South Africa, the banks have had an appetite to take on that risk. So the debate about existing versus future projects could be expanded to satisfy the need of investors to invest in sustainable bonds they regard as furthering the net zero principle. So according to the International Capital Market Association, sustainable bonds can be divided into two categories. The use of proceeds bonds, which is the most used currently, the green bonds, social bonds, and sustainability bonds. And then the second one is sustainability linked bonds. Now, this is where the difference comes in. Sustainability linked bonds is any type of instrument for which the financial and or structural characteristics can vary depending on whether the issuer achieves predefined sustainability objectives. So the alternative to the current green bonds is so-called sustainability linked bonds. These bonds do not have the proceeds set aside for any specific purpose. Instead, they penalize the issuer by requiring higher interest rate payments to investors if the issuer fails to meet certain sustainability targets such as cutting carbon emissions. The market for sustainability linked debt is much younger and smaller than that for use of proceeds bonds. But according to S&P Global, the sustainability linked bonds will grow faster. So, I mean, we're talking from the investment side and why green bonds are something that you should be looking at. But in South Africa, and considering our severe energy uh, challenges, are green bonds truly helpful? Can they help create a cleaner energy future for South Africa? So two points I want to touch on that, and I'll come to our answer once I've touched on these, is firstly, the green finance taxonomy. There on 1st of April 2022, South Africa launched its first national green finance taxonomy, an official classification that defines the minimum set of assets, projects, and sectors that are eligible to define as green or environmentally friendly. So investors, issuers like ourselves, lenders, and other financial sector participants can use the taxonomy to track and monitor credentials of their green activities in a more confident and efficient manner, thereby unlocking green finance. That's the first one. 
And then the second one that's been um, wording that's been used in the market is JET, or the Just Energy Transition. So last year, November, France, Germany, the UK, the US and the EU uh, called the Just Energy Transition Partnership, raised the hopes that the country uh, will embark on a comprehensive path towards renewable energy. The partnership aims to disperse 8.5 billion US dollars for a first phase of financing through various mechanisms including grants, concessional loans, and investments to support South Africa in reducing carbon emissions. Now, just to explain a little bit about the, the just energy transition. Transition describes a gradual movement towards lower carbon technology, while just qualifies that the transition will not negatively impact society, jobs, and livelihoods. So it's not, if you can call it a green at all costs. So ultimately, South Africa's transition to renewables will depend on its ability to attract sustained energy investment. The international community will view the Just Energy Transition Partnership as a test for South Africa's attitude transition to renewables and government's commitment in delivering the objectives of the Just Energy Transition Partnership. The impact on dealing with issues such as climate change will become even clearer in years to come. But for the moment, it's possible to take a positive view about the policy and its about its impact on what are essential projects like cleaner transport, more renewable energy, and improved energy efficiency. So what we can tell you is that, yes, we believe that green bonds are helping to create a cleaner energy future for South Africa. So it's clear that we are moving towards, you know, policy changes that are supporting South Africa moving towards a cleaner energy future. And we can also see that the growth in the green bond market can deliver good returns for investors while also contributing to moving the economy towards that greener future. And that was Louis Durker, Head of Debt Capital Markets at Investec Bank.